this episode is brought to you by our new sponsor, Useful Corruption. Hey, do you happen to be a corrupt politician who has $100 million or so lying under your bed? Or $50 million in the guest bathroom? How about considering Useful Corruption? Invest your stolen funds in local businesses at reasonable interest rates and make that money work for you while you make your money work for the people. Useful corruption. Stealing. That helps. Podcast. So this podcast helps store anybody affiliated with this podcast does not in any way endorse or encourage money laundering. Hello, welcome back to Port Save Africa. This is your host, Akiande Aderile, and today we have an interesting uh, conversation slash debate that's going to go on that addresses one of the upcoming current events on our continent. Kenya is having its presidential elections on Tuesday, and I have two wonderful gentlemen here today that are going to discuss the merits of the candidates that they support. Um, first of all, we have Alex Makichako, and also we have Alex Kadima. So, gentlemen, um, do you mind stating, uh, uh, you know, the names of the candidates you support and, and the parties they represent? Um, I support, uh, I think, uh, the candidate who, who is better for Kenya, who will uh, <laughs> Kenya to the next level is uh, the current president, Uhuru Mugai Kenyatta. Okay, Uhuru Kenyatta. All right. And that's uh, Alex Markichako? Yes. Okay. And uh, Mr. Kadima, who do you support? Uh, uh, on my side, I, I believe that uh, Kenya needs change. Hmm. And that change can only come uh, through through fresh blood. Yes? Through fresh blood, so okay. I support uh, the opposition leader. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, Raila Odinga? Yes. Okay. All right. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, um, I'd like to ask, first of all, my first question is going to be, uh, who, who has done better historically um, between Araila and uh, Uhuru Kenyatta? Because I'm sure they both have histories we can look at. Um, I think uh, going by history, mm-hmm. I think uh, the person who has was a track record is uh, Uhuru Kenyatta, and reason being, is uh, only among the two, the two candidates, one who has been president and uh, control of government. So he's the only person, at least, who has a track record, and uh, I think he has done well for himself. Mm-hmm. He has uh, initiated various projects. Okay. He has uh, he, uh, built confidence in our institutions. Okay. And. Uh, the economy is doing well, not as well as we had expected, at least you can see there is some progress. Mm. So I think uh, in that background, I think uh, Uhuru has a better developing, uh, has a better record of okay. leadership mm-hmm. over development and in terms of moving this country forward, I think it's better placed. Yeah. I see. And Mr. Kadima, what are your thoughts on that? If if you look at the track record for the former prime minister of Kenya, that is Raila Odinga, mm-hmm. believe it began when he, in the eighties when he was in the opposition, he was clamoring for multi-partisan then when 
Kenya was a one-party state. I yeah. see. Then he built from that, and finally he he he, he became uh, the prime minister in, after the 2007-2008 elections. I see. Uh, what, I believe most of the projects that are being done by the current government were initiated by the government which was formed by Raila Odinga and Waikibaki. Mm. I see. A, a, a good example is uh, if you look at the SGR, the Standard Gauge Railway, which was completed uh, uh, last two months, around two months. Oh, wow. that, that project was initially brought forward by the, the government of Raila Odinga and Mwai Kibaki. Uh, it's only that if you look at the projects which are being done, they are too overpriced. But back then, his track record speaks for itself because even the economy back then was much better than now. Mm. So I believe uh, if is given the chance, uh, we'll be in a better position as a country. I see. Uh, I, I beg to disagree with them. Okay. In 2007, it was a coalition government where we had uh, President Chibaki uh, being president and Ben Odinga being prime minister. So we cannot really attribute what happened during that time to Raila Odinga hmm. I think it was a joint effort and they, he didn't, they did not accomplish much really, to be honest. Wow. Most of projects that we are seeing right now in Kenya, you know, they were just started uh, um, off in after 2013, that's after Uhuru took power. Hmm. So I don't think Raila has anything to show Kenyans apart from what my brother alluded to, the issue of uh, Fighting for democracy, he mentioned something which is very important to the history of Kenya. When we during the when Kenya was a one-party state, I think to give credit why it's due, he played a major part to at least um, make Kenya multi-party and in order to expand the democratic uh, space of this country. That I can give it to him. But comes to development, I don't think he has much to show of it. Okay. Well, speaking speaking of developments, I'd like to ask. That's, let's start with Mr. Let's start with Mr. Kadima. Um, what what has your candidate stated as his priorities domestically? What has he told the people as the reasons to vote for him? Uh, basically, uh, we understand that Kenya is uh, in, in in a very. Uh, I I I have to say this: it's in a terrible position right now, mm. but. What, what uh, my candidate is putting forward is all about uh, employment, all about health hmm. and the economy. If you treat the economy by removing all the loopholes, especially when it comes to the runaway corruption, which uh, we are experiencing right now, mm-hmm. The, the, the economy has to be the basis. I see. And that's what my candidate is saying. They, when you put the house of the economy in the right way, then what, uh, 
things like employment will become or the opportunities will come forth and and I believe that uh, even things like health because if you look at the, the the amount of money which was let's say stolen hmm. in the health ministry uh, we, we 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 surely uh, like uh, right now we'll be paying the the nurses, the doctors in the right way. I see. If you look at the, the situation right now. With the strikes the nurses, and the, all, the, all that. Yes. The, the nurses are still on strike. Hmm. And the government cannot do anything because money was stolen from the health ministry. Hmm. Now, with uh, no money, the, 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 there was a CBA between the nurses and the, and the government. But... Uh, it cannot be implemented clearly because there is no money to, to implement that. So my candidate's basic basic is is about the economy. The economy has to be in the it has to be put in the right way. Okay. Things has to go in the right way. I see. And um, Mr. Makichako, first of all, what do you say about the uh, statements on corruption uh, against the incumbent government, and, and what do you think his priorities are in this election? Okay, uh, just to comment on the issue of corruption. Okay. I, uh, yeah, we have, it's true we have witnessed uh, cases of corruption in Uhuru's in, in, uh, uh, presidency, but also we have to be very realistic. Like, for example, is what my brother mentioned, the issue of the health, uh, health ministry. It was about 5 billion shillings that uh, I was allegedly uh, looted. But uh, until now, we cannot. Um, the people who claim that uh, that money was looted have not come out to provide conscious evidence to show that indeed um, the country lost 5 billion. I see. Not, most of these things that have been put forth by, and the person who has been actually mentioning this corruption uh, deals is Raila Odinga, and uh, he has been put task to provide evidence to show that uh, indeed money has been lost or there was this misappropriation of public funds. Okay. Has been so today it's more propaganda, but to be honest, we have witnessed two or three cases of corruption. So how do you explain the lack of payment for the doctors and nurses? Well, first of all, we have to pay credits for constitution. Helping help help as a, as, uh, as one of the partners has been uh, devolved. We have now people. We have now devolved to the counties. Now it is incumbent upon the county governments. To employ, they have the power to employ and to the and the doctors. Mm-hmm. So what the national government just comes to oversee everything. But the people who have the mandate to run the health departments are the respective governors, not the minister, not the minister of health. I see. What the government just comes to do is just to make sure, just to understand anything that they have made. Like for example, when I had the doctor strike, the people who were charged, who, who took that matter, you know, who ran away with that matter, were they covered until when until uh, until it, it was concluded, um, and uh, sometime in February, I think. Okay. So I cannot really 
blame the national government for not making payments to nurses or to doctors because it's not their mandate really. I see. It's the mandate of the government, not the national government. The national government is only in charge of two hospitals. Okay. Which are only two in Kenya. We have Kenya International Hospital and Moi Referral Hospital in Eldred. Okay. And uh, now cycling into his priorities as the incumbent, what has he pitched as his domestic priorities for his second term? Uh, first of all, what he's doing, what he has pledged to do, is just to build up on what he'd already started. Most of the projects that he initiated have not been completed. Okay. Uh, we had one very big on infrastructure, roads, uh, bridges, and, uh, you know, those things he has said he has to complete first. Mm-hmm. He's also very good at building the economy. That's why he's you know, going very big in infrastructure. When the infrastructure is good, then it, it always has economic growth. He has mm-hmm. also pledged to reduce the unemployment record. I see. Also and uh, the issue of building our institution, which is very key, and he's also pledged that. He has also pledged free primary and, sem- and secondary education. Oh, wow. So, uh, yeah, people can go to school for free, you know, from primary school to secondary school. Most people in uh, remote areas or from a uh, background that are not very privileged, hmm. privileged, they only go to school from class one to class eight. That's because it's free. But now they cannot go proceed further because of lack of resources. But okay. now he has said that he is going to waive that and uh, someone will just take good further on from that, what do you think is their political capacity to accomplish these goals? Because they have to manage the relationships with the legislature, the judiciary, um, their own you know, party members and all of the above. What do, who, who do you think is better poised within their own parties to accomplish their domestic agendas? It's inevitable that whoever the whoever wins will have the political capacity. I see. Oh, yes, we have never seen that situation. 
Okay. And uh, for Mr. Kenyatta, what do you think the thoughts are? Do you think he's managing the current system very easily? Is, is that all going very well? I, I believe uh, <laughs> you always want to be led by someone who is a leader. Hmm. Uh, uh, if you look at the Kenya's, Kenya's judiciary, currently it's, it's one. Hi, it's me again. Interrupting your listening again. Sorry about that. I just wanted to thank you for subscribing and listening to this episode. I actually also would like to invite you, if you have anything you really care about and you'd love to share with the world, please reach out to me at podsaveafrica at gmail.com and enjoy the rest of your listening. Enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy the rest of your week. And don't forget to share, like, subscribe. Rate me on iTunes. Tell your friends. Tell your friends' friends. And tell your enemies, too. They deserve to listen to Pots of Africa, too. Bye. When you talk about the legislature, mm-hmm. parliament, parliament is supposed to make laws which are for the benefit of the citizens. But what the current government has been doing, because it has the tyranny of numbers in parliament, <laughs> hmm. uh, we have been passing uh, some some very 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 bad laws. Let's say bad laws to the Kenyan people. Hmm. They've become rubber So what I'm saying is, is uh, the, the the level of psychophancy hmm. in the parliament is very high, especially for 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 those members of parliament who have come from the the party of the president and the vice president. Wow. So that's a problem for us. Yes? Mm-hmm. So, uh, if that, uh, 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 the constitution uh, gives it gives the executive, the legislature, and the judiciary their roles to play. Mm. I believe for, 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 for those institutions to play their roles properly so for the benefit of citizens of Kenya, and that is what Railo Dinka has assured Kenyans, Kenyans mm. of. Yes. I, I don't think, I, I agree with him totally, but uh, on the issue of Raila, you mm. know, he has, never, he has never been the CEO of this country. Mm. So, I think he also wants his agenda to be passed, he also wants laws to be enacted that, uh, you know, further or, you know, like push his agenda. Yeah. Because he has a, his country, he has an agenda, there are some things that he needs to accomplish, to accomplish. And one of, one of those things is the appointment that he will be making when he, you know, ascends to power, the cabinet positions. And in Kenya, they have to be rubber stamped by parliament. So you mm-hmm. can imagine the situation where he goes there and he has a minority.
to ask another question and it's important that during these debates and during elections we understand very clearly what the different ideologies of each candidate are we want to make sure you're not just voting on personalities so what would you say that are the distinctive ideologies of each of your candidates um, i think as for the president i think he's a capital he's keen on economic growth mm. is keen on investing uh, on issues that spur development. But for Raila, is more keen on uh, expanding the democratic space of this country. I see. So I think uh, that's, to me that's the major difference. Okay. He has not been big on issues touching on the economy. He has been big on uh, you know like appearing to the constitutional provisions, trying to expand the democratic space. But I've not really heard about his development agenda much yes. from the president. Okay. And Alex, okay. do you agree? Uh, as for me, uh, I understand that uh, that uh, my my candidate, Raylo Dinga, is more, uh, I believe, is more of a socialist because uh, he, he himself he wants uh, each part of Kenya to, to enjoy the, the resource the resources which is uh, to be more devout mm. yeah mm-hmm. he wants the resources to trickle down to each Kenya uh, I believe uh, for, for, for the president now he's, he's more reliant on, on increasing the, 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 the debt burden in mm. the name of, uh, of of development, which is very bad. If if you look uh, as at right now, the the, the the debt burden in Kenya is about four point four trillion. Wow! Uh, wow! Yeah, such, such things. I, I I saw an article that uh, once uh, a baby is born in Kenya, you're born into debt. Hmm. Around is it seven seventy thousand or something? So you can you can see such things are w- what is breeding corruption, and, and that is why it's very tight. Uh, I, I I'm not sorry to say, but uh, this government has been the most corrupt government, uh, <laughs> considering the, the the past regimes, which have not been that good. Hmm. But, uh, that's the position. Yes. Uh, just to, uh, as a Okay. Um, I think countries, most countries in the world are in debt, including the United States of America. Yes. That's heavy. But uh, what brings a difference is what you use the resources that you're approached to do. Frankly, I can tell you, who was going very big on infrastructure. And some we know, we, we are going now to build the infrastructure in Kenya right now, but will benefit later on when investors come in, you know, to invest. It at, at the end of the day, we will benefit, and uh, the tax, but the, the debt burden will come down. Right now, Kenya is selling Kenya as a hub, you know, as an economic hub. 
the gateway to Africa. Mm. And we have seen that you know multinationals are opening their industries in Kenya. They are doubling now. They are doing. They are simply cars in Kenya. Mm-hmm. We have investments are coming to Kenya, and we have just witnessed that in the past four five years when the rule was in power. That's yes, because of his twisted ideology that uh, he has. Yeah, so. uh, to 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 put the record straight, you know, uh, this issue of, of borrowing uh, for development is is really creeping our country. Reason being, if you look at the at 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 the let's say for example the eurobond, mm-hmm. the auditor general itself of Kenya indicated. The, the Auditor General is in government, but he indicated that around 215 billion is unaccounted for, for that eurobond. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> if you look at the situation, you cannot say you're, you're speaking about development on this side, and this side uh, there is some money which is unaccounted, and it's not uh, small money, it's a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. 200 million Kenya shillings, that's a lot of money. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, uh, my, my colleague here is talking about development, but what will be felt later is not the development, but the crippling effects of wastage of that borrowed money. Mm-hmm. Kenya might go the Greece way. Never know. Wow, <laughs> taking from uh, another president. Before we finish on that point, I believe, uh, you know, this issue of Eurobond, I, I really followed it closely. Okay. Uh, the, the Auditor General is talking about the former Prime Minister, but we are talking now about the Auditor General who was auditing the accounts. Mm. <laughs> For instance, call the the officials from from the Ministry of Water and Irrigation. It showed that they had received one twelve billion. You understand? Mm-hmm. But now this one twelve billion. What did you do with it? They did not show a documentation of what they did with it or anything, any project. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> this, this money landed into people's pockets. The people are too quick. Uh, usually in Kenya, we, 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 there is this tendency of the government in case they are caught pants down with issues of corruption. They always say that's the, 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 the opposition leader is talking about fake news. But I'm telling you, every time he breaks, uh, he, he, he does breaking news on an issue. Yeah. There is always a problem. Mm. I see. Yes. So, 
now let's pivot to outside the country uh kenya's as with any other country needs to interact with foreign nations uh you guys already spoke on one of those interactions which is you know debt and uh borrowing and all of the above but there are also many other things like uh terrorism um uh, trade all those kind of things who do you think is better for foreign relationships with other countries and with dealing with foreign threats uh like uh, uh terrorism al-shabaab uh, and all of the above I think it's to speak for itself. It is during Uhuru's presidency that we have witnessed um, you know, in, an incredible foreign policy which has worked for the benefit of this country. You know, mm. we have been visited by head of states from many countries. Yes. From the G7. Obama to visited us in 2015. Mm. You know? Yes. U.S. president to visit Kenya, you know, the first U.S. president to visit Kenya, we have had statement from the Pope himself, mm. and very many leaders. Men, I even mentioned them will take an hour. There have been so many, and one of them is attributed to the, you know the, the foreign policy that Uhuru has adopted. I see. He was invited by Angela Merkel, the, 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 the Prime Minister of uh, the Chancellor, sorry, of. Uh, Germany, right. meeting. Very few African leaders get that opportunity. But one of the things that uh, he liked about our president is, you know, his, you know, his ideology, his capitalistic ideology, which has, you know, helped Kenya grow. So I, I think uh, better place has done that, and I'm sure he has done do more. And he has worked very closely with, uh, you know, very many leaders of the world. Okay. Terrorism, you know, we right now our, our soldiers are in uh, Somalia. Yes. In Somalia, and uh, there have been calls by the opposition leader to bring them back to Kenya. But mm. he has refused that. that our soldiers are being abducted there. They're trying to eliminate the threat from Al Shabaab, which is something that we're still experiencing, but at least uh, we can say that it has significantly reduced. Good. And then, uh, what about what about your can? What about Raila Odinga? Okay. Yeah, I'll start with terrorism. Uh, I believe there there is always some truth in a rumor. Hmm. Rumor has that, uh, and the 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 the, 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 the military is doing some some charcoal business in Somalia using the port of Somalia. That is the reason why the government right now doesn't want to pull out our soldiers from Somalia. But uh, <laughs> I I believe if if you if your country is attacked, then uh, the the thing with with my candidate, uh, he he wants the soldiers back into the country because we went to war. During Somalia, during the time when he was prime minister, the people who sent him there. We went to war with Somalia because uh, the the Al Shabaab had, had, had dealt us some blows, especially in the the the, the coastal region of Kenya, yeah. where they were attacking, they were kidnapping, especially tourists. So we it was 
we retarget her, yeah? Mm-hmm. But now, uh, I believe the, the purpose of being there is, 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 uh, there is no, no more purpose of being there because we've been in Somalia and yet the Al-Shabaab now have inflicted in, uh, they, they, they are now in, in our country. The Deltas, if you look at the Westgate, uh, attack, uh, I believe if, if, we choose to protect our borders from within, yeah. not from outside. It would be better. I see. Uh, and just to give my listeners a background, the Westgate attack was the one that killed uh, how many people? Quite a number. Quite a number. Wow. And you understand, uh, the, the reason why uh, uh, the opposition leader is bringing the government to task is uh, they, they even, uh, about the, the, the procedures used uh, in, in, in uh, the Westgate attack the, the, to, to, to take back the, the mall, uh, I, uh, there was no plan. Hmm. The government came out lied that uh, that uh, uh, there were many terrorists, and we we came to know there were only four, and wow. we, we don't even know who these terrorists were. Eh? They were not, uh, you know, uh, each citizen has a right to information from the government, but now they they. They, they, they withhold that information. Even, uh, the attack in, uh, in Somali, where some, a lot of Kenyan soldiers died. Yeah. Even the families were not informed about this. Yeah. Uh, the families were not informed about this. Some soldiers have, uh, <laughs> their whereabouts are known until now. Yeah. Family members. Because the government uh, is supposed to furnish citizens with information, but they don't. That's why the opposition leader is saying that uh, information is power. It's about having an inclusive government. I see. I see. And, uh, sorry, what's your, what's your response to that? He has not given an option how he's going to deal with the, the Ashabab balance. He's just saying he will bring the soldiers back. Then mm. what next? Hmm. So they look at the issues that are normally are raised about the opposition leader. I see. He does not collaborate them with how he's going to, you know, handle it better. He just focuses, but they don't give solutions. I see. So, so Mr. Kadima, would you say your candidates might be more of a complainer and less, less, less able to lead? You know, being an opposition leader is 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 about you have to. You have to. It's about checking the government. That's where the opposition is there. If the government is doing something wrong, you have to speak up. Hmm. It's not about complaining. The people in power uh, are the the ones who are incumbents. President Uhuru and his deputy. Hmm. I believe uh, my 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 candidate uh, is a leader by nature because even when he was prime minister. He did, he did fire the current uh, deputy president because of corruption. Oh wow. 
Yes. So you can see uh, he has come a long way. He leads by but unfortunately he's you know, he's not in a position. Yeah, he's supposed to make sure that uh, you have to check government operation, but the criticism must be objective. Mm. You should not just do it for the purposes of just doing it without reason at all. And uh, you should also give solutions. That's how you appeal to to care to voters. No, you cannot just say A, B, C is happening and not offer a solution. Hmm. So I think uh, what is happening is is just more, of, as you put it, it is more of a complainer. You know, more, more okay. of a <laughs> just raises issues that you know have no sense at all, really. Hmm. So. But that, that doesn't give solution. So that shows you one thing. It's just, you know, it's not, it's, criticism is not objective. It's not objective at all. It's just to, to more push his personal interests. I see. I see. All right. Well, the, the next question is, since we're talking on the, on the topic vaguely of communication, um, one, one person's problem seems to be that uh, the government is not particularly communicative and doesn't tell the people uh, information about critical situations happening. Whereas you feel like the other one is more likely to point out issues and less likely to provide actual solutions to those issues. Uh, how would we then, uh, how would you then address what each of your candidates strengths are as far as communicating with the people and, and, you know, and making sure people are aware of different things and communicating their agendas to the people so people know what they stand for and how they are going to get there. Yeah, first of all, I think my brother said something which is very important. He mentioned the right to information. It is actually one of the constitutional rights mm. and, our, and, and our Bill of Rights in our constitution. Yes. But not an absolute right. And... Uh, it is true that sometimes the government has concealed information, but uh, the information that the government has concealed uh, the information touching on national security. You know, mm. just the government cannot just talk about information, give out channel out information that will threaten the security of the will, will put the security of this country in jeopardy. Yes. Like the issue when they took over when when they held uh, Westgate Mall, uh, you know, um, hostage. Issue or happening in Somalia, you know, such issues must be kept. You know, they, they are secrets. You know, there's a lot of strategy comes out of them. So I think the information that has been withheld so far, to me, are uh, not very critical. Mm. And if you look, if you balance the two, I think concealing that information is better than just turning it out. Mm. I can give you a example of what happened the other day. That was I think last week when a memo from Kenya Defense Forces was leaked okay. to the to, to, to opposition leader. You know, it brought a lot of issues because you know, the, the question that you're asking ourselves, you know, how many such serious memos have been leaked to let's say Al Shabaab? Mm. So when it comes to the issue of communication, the government only concealed information that they have deemed to be of national security. Okay. On the national everywhere in the world. Okay. So we peculiar to Kenya. Mr. Karima, your thoughts? In that regard, I think the government has done well. Okay. 
Yeah, it's understandable that matters of national security on some issues are concealed. But uh, what my candidate is saying is that the current government has leaders who don't know what they are doing. They are usually masters of double speak. I'll give you two critical examples. Uh, the, my, my candidate broke this news that uh, in the National Youth Service, there was rampant co- corruption where around 700, 700 million was stolen mm. from, from, from that ministry. And, and uh, the, at first, the, 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 the leaders in government were, hey, nothing like that has ever happened. What? They were very defensive. But now Kenyans, Kenyans put it to them. Oh, tell us what really happened. The 700 million was stolen. Mm-hmm. National uh, The government at first was very defensive, uh, stating that that was just fake news, as my friend would put it. <laughs> but uh, later it was discovered that it is true. The, the money was stolen. Now the, now the deputy president now started attacking their, their own cabinet secretary. So you understand that concealing of information is what Kenyans are done. Even uh, when uh, there was uh, this conference state house whereby the president was asked, what are you doing about corruption? And he was, uh, he said in Swahili, munataka nifanye ni, which means, uh, what do you want me to do? Mm. If your president doesn't know uh, what is supposed to be done when it comes to corruption, uh, it's a person who cannot be trusted in leading this country forward. That's why my candidate is saying it's good to to put the information in public mm. and say this is what's happened. Uh, if it's corruption, corruption has happened or not. This is the amount which has been stolen. We've arrested these people. They are before court to, to refund such an amount. But now, if a leader says he doesn't know what to do. Uh, I believe that's a hopeless situation for a common Kenyan. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Well, all right. And uh, now to address social progress, um, you know, our, our society is changing. You know, our nations are changing. Technology is bringing a lot of change. Um, and that means that we're often more inclined towards the uh social the social justice and uh you know inclusiveness and diversity and giving everybody equal opportunity to uh having a good life how do you think your candidates stand on on the issue of uh, social progress i think the president has done well but not uh, not very well more so in terms of appointments to you know public officers I see. Where he's the one who makes the appointments. I think he, he, he has not done, he has performed this money on that part. But I think we have seen also he, he has already, he has improved with time. Okay. But on the issue of development, more so on departments that are, 
are uh, in the control of the national government, I think he has done pretty well because development has been, uh, he has initiated projects virtually everywhere in all the counties in this country. Okay. Even those counties that did not vote for him or are going blind to the opposition leader. I think he has not been selfish when it comes to development. He has, you know, literally initiated projects in, uh, in, uh, in all uh, counties. So I think in terms of uh, social development, I think he's very inclusive to that. Okay. Yes, that's the appointments which I believe that once he takes, he takes uh, presidency again, come eighth, I think we hope that he will improve on that. Okay. And uh, what, how would you draw a contrast to Mr. Odinga? Uh, Mr. Odinga is, uh, you, you remember in the beginning I talked about uh, what he wants is inclusivity yes. of all, uh, all Kenyans. That's why I, I basically he wants the resources to trickle down to every Kenyan <laughs> in each county. Mm. Uh, currently, the government uh, releases about 23% of its revenue to the counties. Mm. Uh, what, what, what Mr. Odinga wants is to increase that percentage to around 45%. Wow. But yes, so that uh, clearly resources can trickle down to each Kenyan. The problem is, uh, as at right now, you see uh, the, the, the debt, what, what you see as uh, the, uh, the debt, when you look at the, the appointments, I, I believe the, the government is doing very, 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 very poorly, because uh, you cannot have the debt at, at, at 50% of the GDP of Kenya. And, uh, and you want uh, <laughs> to release revenue to each Kenyan uh, as now when the government is devolved. Because if you look, that is why the current government cannot increase the revenue released to the counties from 23% because it will destabilize the economy. Hmm. When you look at uh, the, the appointments done by, by, the government, uh, it's a common joke here in Kenya that the government only belongs to two tribes because if you, 80% of the appointments come from, from those two tribes, which are the tribes of the president and the deputy president. I see. So some type of tribalism slash nepotism? Yes. Tribalism and nepotism. That is why Railo Dinga wants to, 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 do away with that and, uh, and ensure that uh, appointments are done on merit and, uh, and not tribalism as we have witnessed with this government. Okay. Just to, yes. In 2011, he was the Prime Minister yeah. and uh, during that time, he was given a number of things to appoint people to be minister. Then we had ministers. And 80% of the people he appointed were from his ethnic tribe. Yeah. There's a report, there's a report by NCIC that shows that that time when he was prime minister, almost 80% of the people who worked in his office were from his tribe. So what are you talking about now? What changed? Nothing has changed. Okay. So they're both guilty of the same thing? 
Yeah, the issue of him increasing the the, count, the, the revenue, what, what my brother talked about, uh, that you know, the money is dispersed to counties to 45%. That is not true. He will not do it. It's mm. just mere talk. Mm. He's just trying to appease the Kenyan electorates. But in terms of doing it, you know, he has been tested. He was prime minister. He upgraded all from his tribe. People knows in his office were mostly from his tribe. You know? mm. So what is it that you, know, you cannot, you know, it's more like trying to remove a log, uh, to, to remove a speck from, and you have a, a log in your eye. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing, it's really, it's just mere talk, you know. Things that you can categorize as bad talk, as cheap talk, but you won't do it, you won't do it. Okay. And, uh, so, uh, you know, please continue. Yes. Uh, I, I believe he cannot say that much. My candidates cannot do it because <laughs> it's a promise that has been given to Kenya. Uh, <laughs> I'm he, sure I would do it. He wants uh, the revenue to, 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 the revenue allocation to be as high as 45%. I believe that's, that's, that's ambitious. Only fair. Yes, that's only fair because uh, if, if uh, the 2010 constitution was all about Devolving, devolving from the central government to the county government. If, if, if you actually want that work, you have to increase that percentage. It's the, it's the only way. Hmm. <laughs> the only way, but you could do it. That's the most unfortunate thing. Okay. So, uh, clearly a distrust in your, in your candidates from, from the opponents, but that's, that's not unusual at all. Um, now, uh, 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 I'd like to ask you guys for your closing statements. If you were to pitch your candidates in a few sentences and, uh, compel us, the listeners, as perhaps potential influencers slash voters, um, you know, why should we vote for your candidates? Yeah, just to, as a closing statement, I think, uh, the president has initiated very many records, uh, development records, which we have witnessed in our country. And uh, it is only fair if you allow him to proceed and complete the, the development that he has already initiated. Because most of them are in the pipeline. We have seen them and they are ongoing at the moment. Number two, he is someone that we have seen has the best interest of this country at heart. Mm. He's keen on building our economy, and I think he's the only presidential candidate who has the ability to do that. He has shown us in the last four and a half years, mm-hmm. and I think we continue what, what, what he has already done in terms of the economy. On the issue of corruption, he has assured Kenyans that he will be more strict on that issue. On uh, the issue of corruption, we hope that. We go and we proceed to, you know, to, to wage a war on the corrupt public officers that we have witnessed uh, in the last uh, four and a half years. Okay. I think, uh, having said that, I think Uhuru has a good track record and we should vote him. I'm not voting for him because I like him as an individual. I have never even met him. I've just met him once, but I'm voting for him because what he has done. Okay. I think he's among, among all the, uh, the three presidents, he's the only one who has at least initiated things that are viable and good for this country. Hmm. All right. And Mr. Kadima, your closing statement? Uh, I 
believe for 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 uh, Mr. Odinga, I, I, he, he has shown that he has the Kenyan people at heart, starting from when he was fighting for multi-party democracy, when he was prime minister, and when he has been the opposition leader. For 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 Kenya to return to, to the heights that it was, especially when it comes to the economy. You you just have to allow the country to be led by a new leader, mm. and the new leader is starting for 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 increased food security, for better progressive values such as uh, reducing corruption, uh, for 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 better security. In, in our borders, I believe we have to try uh, what Mr. Dinga is telling us in, in manifesto. Let him give us the fresh start that we need because Kenya is higher. Okay. All right, fantastic. Well, thank you to both gentlemen for coming on my podcast, Pod Save Africa. I'm sure the listeners will thoroughly enjoy this. Um, you know, it's 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 always wonderful to have uh, intellectual discussions on on the merits of the op- the options that the electorate has, um, because with these elections, uh, Kenyans are voting on their future, and uh, it's almost always a little bit of a bet. There are no guarantees. So, uh, thank you so much for pitching your points, gentlemen. Uh, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you. Thank and, uh, yes, fantastic. Thank you. And, uh, have a wonderful rest of your day. And, uh, thanks for coming on Pot Save Africa. This has been Akinade Aderile with, uh, Alex Makichako and Alex Kadima. Um, we've, we've discussed and debated the upcoming Kenyan election. election. Please, uh, stay tuned. Uh, pay attention to it, uh, see how it goes, pay attention to the candidates. Uh, please see if the arguments made here have merits. Uh, and uh, and, and, and uh, uh, thank you for listening. And, okay.